gets colder My eyes go thin as I get older Piece in pieces, bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Focus on the Facts. My co-host is Patricia Negron. She is my partner in crime when it comes to, to taking down the global pedophile networks. We are making real headway in taking down the networks in the United States, and the bigwigs are finally being exposed for participating in the child sex trafficking rat lines. The big arrest this week was of rapper R. Kelly, who has been raping underage girls and getting away with it for about 30 years. And this past week, there were also huge arrests in a sting in Florida on a human sex trafficking network with billionaires arrested. And there's also more news on the pedophile Jeffrey Epstein sex abuse scandal. And the case involving the Nexium sex cult is set for trial in April. There is also much to cover on the John of God human trafficking network and the baby selling racket he set up. The whistleblower in that case was recently found dead. We will also discuss the latest scandals at the Vatican and the sex abuse scandals engulfing the Protestant religion. And another whistleblower, Natasha Jayet, who accused a close friend of Pope Francis of sex trafficking, was also found dead this past weekend. So Trisha and I will discuss all these scandals and try to explain how they all tie together. Welcome to the show, Trish. Hi, Evelyn. It's great to be back with you. Right. I don't know where to start. Do we start with our, well, go ahead. What do you want to start with? Well, I think, you know, the whole John of God story, I think, is a really good one to start with because it shows how these connections permeate through the entertainment industry and the billionaire networks. And, you know, it's all part of one system. It's not individuals who are uh, rogue in within those systems. It's the systems themselves. So, I mean, this, you know, being tied to um, Oprah Winfrey and all, and the Clintons and um, having been exposed, you know, John of God is one of, is a case that really drives home what so many of us have been saying for so long about how these people are protected and these networks are global and they serve this class of individuals who are very wealthy and very powerful and can do this with impunity. Right. Get away with And this business of, of having them girls stay there and, and making them, well, baby factories. Literally. For 10 years. Yeah. And then they get yes. them. Yes. Yeah. It, and it, they sell these. Really... Go ahead, Evelyn. No, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I was cut off. I couldn't hear you. It's just awful what's been going on. And yes, and, and all these important people, these elite, they're all Satanists, baby murdering bunks, the whole well, gang of them. But go ahead. Yeah, and I, this whole practice, you know, of keeping the girls as sex slaves to give birth to babies. I mean, you know, it's it, it, most humans cannot conceive of doing such a thing. I mean, it's just beyond 
normal human comprehension to imagine doing something like that, much less believing that the people you see on TV and in the headlines and being praised as upstanding, you know, uh, philanthropists who give of themselves to others, you know, the, the idea that they are the ones not only participating, like, you know, uh, Robert Kraft gets caught going to this massage parlor, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, at least he wasn't running the rings. It's like, well, actually, maybe he wasn't running those ones, but he's involved in the bigger ones where, again, we saw on um, Phil uh, Donahue, no, not who was it, Dr. Phil, had a woman on his program, was it two years ago, who talked about being owned by a billionaire and flown around the country to be used as a sex slave. I mean, that's what right. this is. That's, that's all of, they, they are the same people, ter, you know, traveling in the same circles. That's what this is. Exactly, exactly. And that's how it all ties together. You know, like we, we discussed before, the same thing with the Nexium. Exactly. You know, the same members are, same people are involved with that that are involved with this. You know, it's all yes. tied together. Yes. Yes. The woman on the Dr. Phil show talked about how she had been sold to a billionaire as an infant for purposes of being used as a sex slave. She was raped before she could even speak. And that's what is going on at John of God. They were giving, having these girls kept as slaves to give birth and then sell the babies. And, and then oftentimes these children are so abused that they they don't survive, you know, childhood, and before they die, their organs are harvested at huge profit to the people who are trafficking them. You can get $150,000, $200,000 for a child's organs alone. Right, right, and this is what's going on, and this is what has been going on for so many right. years. Even when you mentioned the Nexium um, cult, you know, Richard Branson, the Bronfman sisters, the billionaire Bronfman sisters are the ones charged with financing and running this. And even in the court documents, it states specifically that they were using this network as a human compromise operation. That's something else we've talked about extensively is how these children are used to corrupt politicians and other powerful individuals so that they can be manipulated. And these children are groomed. You know, again, you mentioned the church. I saw a post recently, people are talking about, oh, well, you know, they're not a global pedophile ring. They have some bad priests. It's like, well, no, actually, the Pennsylvania police issued a report, what was it, a year ago, showing that over Mm -hmm. 300 priests were running a child pornography ring on church property for 70 years. That is the yeah. very definition of a criminal operation. And these are, you know, again, this is, these, this is used to corrupt and bribe and blackmail individuals. That's how this material and how these children are, children are exploited. 
it, it's, you know, and I tie that back to what the Bronfman sisters were doing. They were specifically looking to corrupt judges that are named in these police reports for purposes of serving their own interests. Really? Really? Yes. Wow. No, I, did, I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even know that. But, you know, we talked, we had been, um, how was this? Seismus or something Zeke, we had on. Zeke, this has been going on yeah. for, forever. I mean, it was yeah. back in 2007 or 2008 that he, he told everybody about how he went to one of these Nexium parties with some friends that, you know, he didn't know what they were about. And back then, um, Wiener was there, Huma, um, who else was there? Oh, the, 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 um, the Bronfman the sisters attorney. were there. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, uh, the porn pig, what's her name? Um, Oh, oh um, Stormy Daniels. Yeah, Stormy Daniels. Yep. And they're all and, there. Um, the actress, That's Allison Anna. Mack. Yeah. Allison Mack was yeah. there, too, the one who was most yes. notable for being arrested in the Nexium mm-hmm. case. Yeah. yeah. Well, the judge is kind of fed up with them because uh, supposedly those sisters are funding of the five defendants in this case, and he says they're running out of money. Well, you know, the idea that... We saw, well, again, you know, you they're funding this. You know, the billionaires always, you know, buy their way out of accountability. And we saw this very same thing with Jeffrey Epstein, who got, who was charged with multiple counts of child sex trafficking. That is when you are selling a child for sex, okay? That, that is a very specific yep. charge. Well, the guy... <clears throat> is represented by none other than Alan Dershowitz, who gets the yep. charges reduced to a single count of soliciting a minor, which simply means that he offered to pay a girl for sex that is underage. Right. Those are very, very different charges. And meanwhile, thankfully, a judge just recently ruled that this um, uh, prosecution deal that Jeffrey Epstein got was illegal. And what else it turns out is that Jeffrey Epstein also happened to be an FBI informant, which came out in the court documents and was not otherwise right. disclosed. Yeah, with Mueller, you know, cooling with yes. Mueller, supposedly being an FBI informant for Mueller. So because he was an FBI informant, these hundreds of girls that he trafficked all over the damn globe uh, yep. don't get any justice. That's right. You know, so change that for for an FBI informant that if you do that, that you can get away with this raping well, these underage the girls and, and sending them all over the globe to the elite to rape too. Right, and meanwhile, Bill Clinton is logged on that plane twenty four different times in the space of two years. Tell me, years, yeah. which of your friends you spend weekends and weeks away with every month for two years? Right. I mean, there's just this, nothing legitimate about that. Has a bet on it with all the underage girls. It just has sex orgies in the sky. Yes, and and one of the defendants, one of the girls named Alan Dershowitz, the lawyer right. for Jeffrey Epstein and consultant to the president um, as being one of the adults raping the girls. And right. Um, meanwhile, I don't know if you saw, Evelyn, that in the most recent reports, 
now for the first time donald trump is named as having threatened one of the girls uh if she were to disclose her the being trafficked by jeffrey epstein yeah i see this and when i see reports like that that i wonder if they aren't going to try to turn this whole thing back on trump you know, say he was involved in this when, because of Acosta, you know, him taking him on as labor secretary, you know, the lawyer that's yeah, the I one that gave him the great yeah, deal. I, that they're going to try to turn this whole thing back on Trump and say he's a leader yeah, of this or something. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, I, but the, I think, you know, what we clearly do see is that the um, the law enforcement agencies themselves, are part of the problem. So it's not even just, you know, these billionaires acting with impunity because they have the money to, you know, pay for good lawyers and get a good defense, but because the FBI and, uh, you know, John Kiriakou has, he's a former CIA agent who is the only person who went to jail for disclosing Iraq war crimes, but he was a whistleblower. You know, it just so turns out. But he also has confirmed that, in fact, the CIA also uses children for to give to informants like Jeffrey Epstein for purposes of getting information or intel that they think is useful. And what the other thing that John Kirkow also confirms is that these children are often killed after right. they are sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and, and most of these um, child sex trafficking rings, that after the, the kids aren't useful anymore, they'll kill them and they'll take their organs. Just yes. the racket that just goes into that. Yep. You know, but but uh, it's really alarming to me how these whistleblowers being killed off. You know, yes. it's nothing new to me by now. You know? no. Anybody but that it's goes after these child sex trafficking rings, they'll murder. But they don't even care anymore. Do it right in plain sight, and it's just like, oh, well, another one yep. gone. That's two in a week. Well, and the, I think what that tells us, you know, again and again and again, and I think that I think that while Americans are, are, are waking up to this reality, I think most of us still are like, oh, wow, what do we actually, what can we actually do about it? But, the, you know, right. this is happening because, again, our law enforcement and justice systems are designed to protect these people. So we are never, ever, ever going to see any real justice through either our court system or uh, law enforcement. And the bottom line is, you know, not to go off topic, but the, you, what we're seeing in, in France and Ireland and Italy and Venezuela in all these other places, is a demand for sovereignty. And not only just national sovereignty, but personal sovereignty. So, for example, in France and and Ireland, they're demanding a return to direct democracy. They want to do away with this representative system that is a total farce and can be corrupted, as we see, with money very easily. And they're demanding that we return to, you know, citizen 
ballot initiatives. The citizens decide what laws go up for a vote, and the citizens vote themselves. They don't wait for some, you know, bought representative to decide they have some time to think about it and maybe introduce something and then not even vote in their own, in the constituents' interests. So that's really where we have to go. And, and something Kevin Annette talks about extensively is that we it is we have to move forward with prosecuting these individuals outside of that system we have to find the courage to go out and arrest these people and prosecute them in according to our own expectations not according to this you know corrupted system that has been set up to protect them that's for sure. That's for sure. Do you think they're going to accomplish that over in those countries? I, it sure looks like it, Evelyn. I mean, the the of course they're a lot vest- smaller, right? Those countries, their population is a lot smaller. What's so problematic about the United States is all these states separate. Yeah, you know, to try to gather people together, so difficult. Right, and that's why you know that's why people in Europe are fighting the EU. They see that the U.S., like on a state level, we have no ne- we have no sovereignty any longer, and and we're supposed to be a republic of sovereign states. We're not that at all anymore, and that's what the Europeans were seeing happen with the European Union. Is that they they couldn't even pass their own budgets anymore without approval by the EU. They they've lost all of their sovereignty. And so well, it started on the national level, and that's what we're, you know, the Brexit. Now we're seeing Frexit. France wants to leave the EU. Italy oh, really? wants to leave the EU. Yes, it's falling apart. And it's for the exact same reasons that it's, the U.S. has become such a cesspit, is, is because of the centralized concentration of power that resulted from you know, uh, organizing into a republic. And it is why things are so hard in the U.S. But with the ballot initiatives, those are state-level pieces of legislation. So that can happen regardless. That, That happens right now, and it's something that we can do. We already have systems for it, and we can just move forward with. We just have to find the public will to do it. Yeah. Well, gathering public will, I found, is very difficult. (laughs) Yes. In the U.S., (laughs) especially because of all the propaganda. It is so thick here. It's just unreal. Everywhere you turn, there's a screen in front of you blasting images and sound bites and, you know, threatening music at you. Sure. Well, you know, um... And this bus that they did down in Florida where they arrested that craft and other other rich people, too, um, you know, I don't think people realize that that's a sex trafficking, human trafficking ring. You know, these, no, these they women don't. in those spots are from other countries. Right. You and know, this is an international will. human trafficking yeah. ring. Yeah. And these women know this. were kept. Yeah, they could not leave. There were several women who lived at the spa and could not leave. Right. Well, here in this one article, it says the investigation is, is far from over, and authorities have said that the suspected trafficking ring may have ties to groups in New York and China. And if this were confirmed, the FBI would take on the case 
Sheriff Snyder estimated that the ring is part of a $20 million international operation, and authorities have seized between 2 and $3 million of assets in Florida alone already. You know, when people are joking, when I post about this and stuff, you know, people are joking, oh, leave them alone and all this. And I explain to them, this isn't just a thing that they're going to a spot to get hand jobs. Right. This is a, this is a global human trafficking operation. Right. Yes. These, These women these are women. taken. Yes. They're enslaved. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we can swing into that uh, that. R.F. Kelly, man, that is just a horrible, horrible thing, you know, and I've been watching all the videos on that, you know, the discussions on it and everything, and they said that all these other people, this has been going on for almost 30 years, and he's gotten away with this, raping these underage girls, you know, and they said this is enablers and stuff of his managers and his lawyers and everything else. They let him get away with this all this time because he's a money man, you know, he wanted to do this, so they wanted to keep making money, so they let him, you know, and enabled him, but then... I was listening to some tapes, and they said some of these other people are really involved, these enablers. And for him, too, he was trafficking these kids all over the country, over state lines, these yeah. underage kids. You know, and, and these other people are helping them. And those, those people need to be arrested and stuck to on charges. It helped him carry Agreed. this all, all these years. It, this yep. is just horrible. But, I mean, he, like his latest charges now, he's charged with four assaults. Three of them were on underage girls. And um, one of them that's so bad, he, he was on trial for uh, child pornography back in 2008. And, of course, he was out on bond and everything, and so he was signing autographs and, and things for his fans and everything. Well, here he rounded up an underage girl to come to his house back then when his trial was going on for that day. One of the girls well, remember- that he charged with in this case. Yeah. Yeah, and remember Jeffrey Epstein did that when he was on, you know, um, still he was when he was charged with trafficking the girls. He did the same thing. He had two or three twelve-year-olds delivered to him from France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three twelve-year-olds for a birthday present. Yeah, yeah. Three twelve-year-olds from France, and these are overseas too. So this is international. These these trafficking rings are running. And so I'm very happy with that judge that, that ruled that was um, that plea agreement was, you know, un- illegal. And the, right. and the thing is, and like you said, you know, Alan Dershowitz, you know, lawyer. Another one is, well, Roy Black. Of course, he always defends these pigs. And uh, the other one, oh, oh um, Ken Starr. Can you believe right. that? This pervert that's been running, how many years you've been running this too? I think probably 20 at least running these global child sex trafficking rings and um, have them. They're, they're the ones defending this monster. And it, you know, I'm convinced when I see that Dershowitz now on, on programs, you know, on is a pundit, I'm convinced these networks, they they're involved in this. Why else would they put that pervert out there now when he's just been identified again as one of them that was raping the girls? There they have him out there as a pundit all the time. And every time I see his face, I get so mad. Because it's like, how can you people do that? Keep putting him out there. When he's one of the leaders down there with Epstein running this child trafficking racket. Well, remember, the media companies, the news you know, outlets are all owned by the same people who are behind these networks. Oh, sure. 
<laughs> and when Epstein went to jail there, you know, when he got out, they had a big party for him at his house in New York. And media people were there. I think it was, I think, Katie Couric and I think uh, Stephanopoulos. A welcome home party for the pervert. You know, and if you look at his little black book of all the people that have flown on his plane, it's just like a gold mine for telling you who's involved. Yeah, in the Rothschilds, Hillary awesome. Clinton, um, Bill oh, yeah. Clinton. I mean, you name it, they've been on there. Yeah. Imagine yeah. imagine being someone with stature in your community and having it known to people that you flew on a plane with a freaking pedophile. Yeah. And the plane is not for that. What is what is it, that plane called even? Um, Lolita oh, Express. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why that they have beds up there where they have sex with the underage girls right up there in the plane. And there was, I won't remember her name now, but there was this one woman that... Um, that talked, I think it was on uh, oh, one of those Hollywood talk shows, but she was real upset because she was hired as a real masseuse, you know, and then she was uh-huh. telling the story about how she was so ashamed that what she saw on that plane, all these underage girls and everything, you know. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's real ashamed her. of ever ever having gone. You know, she was a, a real masseuse, but what she saw on the airplanes, all those underage girls. And I think she even cried during the interview. She was so ashamed of, you know, that she had ever went on those well these girls yeah and these girls are manipulated there was you know remember there was that um child sex trafficking ring run by israelis in colombia that was just recently shut down and what they do is they tell these girls that oh we have modeling jobs for you or we need you know a babysitter or you know they they manipulate and trick them into getting themselves into these situations, and next thing they know, they know they're at a party with these adult men, and they don't know what the heck is going on. And when you're a 13-year-old girl or 14-year-old girl, you have no idea how to handle that, and you've just been right. abducted, like, and and have and by adults that you're supposed to be able to trust. I mean, so many of these girls are just completely manipulated into this stuff. It's not like someone says, oh, do you want to go give hand jobs for, a, you know, a few hundred bucks? It's they're, they're told right. that this is legitimate work for legitimate individuals who, you know, appear to be so because they have lots of money, but then they turned out to right. be these predators. So, it, you know, these girls, the bat, and then we've heard like Giselle Ma- Maxley or, um, Giselle, whatever her name is, Maxwell, that's Jeffrey Epstein's yeah. um, companion, who would go out and recruit girls and then have the girls she recruited recruit other girls. And then she would she would train them on how to, to trick them into coming there and, um, you know, getting trapped in these situations where they don't know how to get out of them. Right. And the thing is that, that that plea agreement gave immunity to all the co-conspirators and all this yeah. and left their names unannounced and all this stuff. Yes, that Grizzlin Maxwell, she would have gathered them girls. She would participate with them in yeah, sex acts. groom them. Yeah, right. Groomed them. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And so she's actively participating in this. She was raping, well, female raping these young girls. That why yeah. in the hell weren't these people arrested? Yeah. It's because the system will not, yeah, the system will never...
put these people in jail. You, no matter what comes of this judge's decision regarding the plea agreement, um, yeah. they, no one will go to jail if we leave it up to the courts. None of them will wind up in jail. Oh, no, 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 because he'll just pay off some more victims. Yep. That's what happens every time that's coming up for a trial. Well, the judge supposedly gave him 15 days to respond to his order. So we'll see. But that Senator Ben Sasse, he's the one that behind this bill. Um, to, and he, he said that um, he welcomed the news from the judge. He said, Jeffrey Epstein is a child rapist, and there's not a single mom or dad in America who shouldn't be horrified by the fact that he received a pathetically soft sentence. The victims of Epstein's child sex trafficking ring deserve this investigation, and so do the American people and members of law enforcement who work to put these kinds of monsters behind bars. And yes, down there in Florida, those, the law enfement really did work, but then they overthrew everything that they found. You know, they had right, over the 100 FBI. Girls. Yep, it was the yeah, FBI, FBI and Mueller. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all of them were in on that. You know, I mean, Bush was, I think Bush was still in office when they, when they were entering into that plea bargain. So, I mean, both parties are involved in this. But they're bo- yeah. both parties are involved in this. Yes. You know, I mean, it's obvious why they have to cover it up. If those files were actually opened and his co-conspirators and stuff named, we would see what's going on here, what we keep trying to tell people. Yes. You know, and uh, did you ever see the film of um, that the, the cops took of his house down there in Florida? No, I don't. No. Oh, this! I've seen images, naked pictures, but not like, of, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, girls on the page, and one, and they cover had to cover up some pictures because it was so bad. One picture was of a, like a little seven-year-old girl bending over with her butt in the air, and they covered that up. This, <laughs> I don't know. We wow. have got to stop this. Yep. Yeah, so, this is at so, a guy's house who has never been married, and uh, has yeah. no nieces and nephews. Right, right. And supposedly he has a weird penis, Epstein. Right. And uh, and uh, he, I was listening to the deposition when they asked him about that, that, that what the girls described his penis at. Now I won't remember what it, what they said. Egg-shaped. But, but anyhow. They said it was egg What was it? Egg-shaped. Wait, what, what? Egg-shaped? Oh, okay. Well, he got up and left you and answered that uh Right, <laughs> and then and then two of the other questions when they asked him if, if he'd ever seen um, um, Bill Clinton with underage girls, he he pled, pled the fifth on that, and I think he pled the fifth on a, several other rich people too when they asked him that question if he had ever seen them with underage girls, and he he pled the fifth. Of course, now this is just rotten. This is just absolutely rotten. Yeah, you know all these perverts are ganged together with him. And I think his is a CIA operation, don't you think? Epstein? Yes. No question. Oh, no question. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's one of his planes. Seen, I mean, the former CIA, CIA plane, isn't it? Yes. So, the, and that's we've seen this over and over again. Like um, Adnan Khashoggi was uh, a, a CIA frontman for the Bush administration. He ran, he was made CEO of Barrett Gold, which was a CIA front company. He was set up with uh, yacht, you know, penthouses, bank accounts, and his job was to go um, lure powerful people onto his yacht, get them drunk, ply them with women, 
and uh, get blackmail information. And that's what we saw at the Playboy Mansion was used that way. And Jeffrey Epstein was set up that way. No one can explain how Jeffrey Epstein got his money. No one becomes a billionaire out of the blue like that without having a track record of how they did it. There's no way he did that on his own. Right, and so the it was fact probably that he's set up right from day one. Yes, no, that's what I'm saying. He was probably chosen. The guy come. It was a scrappy guy from New York who had gotten himself into trouble regularly. He was the perfect. You look at Bill Cooper, the former FBI agent, who told us about Project Orion, where they were using troubled boys, teenage boys, bringing them in to get therapy and medication and then being manipulated into committing school shootings and other acts of terror. That was the same thing with Jeffrey Epstein. They target these vulnerable um, youth and then they ply them with women and money and, and they seduce them in with these promises of, you know, fast living and all that other stuff. And they set them up and that's how that works. So... There's lots of examples of that. Sure, and, and and it's so bad because, you know, with this Epstein bit, you know, all the important people are involved in this, and they're all covering for each other. And that's why exactly. this has been going on since 2008. You got the plea bargain, and look at you, 11 years later, we're still trying to set this thing straight. Yep, and that's what they count on, Evelyn, is just dragging the stuff yeah. out. They don't even care that, you know, it's back out in the press or any of that. It's just like, oh, we'll just you know, string it out again until it dies down and then eventually it'll flare back up. But no one will ever be held accountable, ultimately. It's what we see over and over again with all of these issues, including the war, you know, all of it, all of it. Yeah, well, that's what that's what I was feeling yesterday, you know, that they, they dragged this stuff out so long. You know, those of us that stay on it. I mean, it is really frustrating and depressing for us. I mean, yesterday well, I worked about, strategy. I don't know, about 10 hours on putting notes together for this show. And reading all this stuff, you know, for people, researchers like us, this is horrifying for us. It you is know? hard. And I'm sure that they count on it that, that we won't be able to keep doing it. You know, and yesterday I was actually getting nauseous when I was reading some of this stuff that I found, you know. I mean, they had specific examples from a bunch of kids and stuff. And I'm telling you, it's, it's hard to keep up with this. It and is. they just keep dragging it out. And we have to keep reading this stuff over and over and over and thinking of these kids, you know. But then I, it comes right. to my mind, this is what they want, Evelyn. This is what they want, that you just get so depressed and sick of it that you won't look at it no more. Well, right. no, I'm not quitting looking at it, damn it. It's been almost right. four years now for me. <laughs> as hard as it is for us to read about it, oh, imagine what oh, those yeah. kids are going through. Just oh, the know horror it. of it all. I know it. And yeah, and that's the opposite side. When I get feeling sick, it's like, right, don't, never mind what you're going through. Think of what these kids have went through. This is what we have got to stop. Right, right. And I think when we find out about this um, this big sting in Florida, I'll bet any money we're going to find out there's underage girls involved in this. Oh, yeah. Kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. You know, they're just not well, again, putting that out there yet, but... Yeah, you look at Robert Kraft, just take him as, you know, focus on him. You know, again, people are saying, oh, well, he didn't know, but bullshit. The guy, 
you don't go to a place without knowing. And the guy, one of the things that, um, you know, we also know about that was confirmed in that Dr. Phil episode was that these children are flown by private plane specifically to major sporting and political events to be raped by these individuals. So don't tell me that Robert Kraft doesn't have knowledge of and is probably a participant in those very, you know, kinds of activities. So the notion that he is unaware is ludicrous. There's no way you you operate at those levels without understanding that kind of shit going on, especially when it's been documented to occur at your own event. So, I mean, this is going on at Patriots event. So, right, um, right. Oh, sure. And so when they, when they bring in these traffic, these Chinese women in here and stuff, they know damn well that they're trafficked. I mean, and, and it's like, I don't know. It sounds like it's really disgusting. These thoughts. And you think these, yeah, Guys are going in there and paying for sex acts and those thoughts. I know a billionaire paying for sex yeah. in a yeah. in a massage parlor. I mean, how pathetic is that? Really? Then they show his girlfriend, a thirty-nine-year-old model or something yeah. like that. You know, and then and then you picture they describe what they make these women live like and everything. And yeah, yeah. these guys are going in for them for sex. How it's, sick is our society in this country? Yeah, oh. it's pathetic beyond belief. Yeah. Well, you know, in that, in that, down there in that, that baby selling operation, among the allegations against him, his own daughter said John that, of that God. Uh, he abused and raped her between the ages of 10 and 14. She claimed that he oh, stopped God. after she became pregnant by one of his employees, after which her father beat her so severely that she suffered a miscarriage. She said, My father is a monster. Wow. Wow. They do this to their own kids. And Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey yeah. praises the guy up and down. She, you mean to right. tell me her staff couldn't do the research to find this out before she went and like, right. you know, touted his name across the globe? Give me a break. If some, if she can't do her research with those kinds of resources, she's incompetent or just corrupt. Right. Well, I noticed here, you know, they say about the, down there that Bill Clinton and supermodel Naomi Campbell were rumored to have visited uh, down there, you know, along with Oprah. Well, right. same thing. Uh, Naomi Campbell, I think she was one of them on one of those trips to Africa on Epstein's plane with Bill Clinton. I believe so here they are, and here she is down in South America, courting with this uh, evil monster. Yep. So they're all tied together in this. They're all, yep. and that's why they're trying to protect it so much because yeah they well, if you could expose some of these and the names are going to come out yeah well and then you look at you know again to show how it's all tied together richard branson is tied to the bronfman sisters right. and he he has been documented with underage girls riding naked on his back while he's parasailing and um uh he is also um, now part of this whole Venezuela coup. He was involved in that um, fake concert to raise uh, humanitarian aid, supposedly, for Venezuela. And again, these these invasions, like what's going on in Venezuela, are used for kidnapping and abducting young girls 
and trafficking them across the globe. It's part of the whole war for profit model, business model. And, you know, abducting children is a huge part of it. And Richard Branson is right there on the front lines of making it happen in Venezuela. Sure. And then he was down there in the in. Did you see where uh, his big concert that they blew that out of the water? He said they put an article out the Washington Post or somebody said that there was like 200,000 at this concert down there in Colombia at raising aid money, everything. Oh, my uh-huh. God. They went and checked it all out, and uh, there, there couldn't have been more than 15,000 or 18,000 could have been in that area where they said they had that concert. So the Washington right. Post put the article down, and in fact, first they took the, out the, uh, they redid it twice or something. They took out about the 200,000 being there. Then they took out his name completely. And this is how the wow, mainstream well, media just, it's such a racket. Yeah. Well, you know, again, remember bullshit. the big reason. The big reasons we're in Venezuela are, remember that the Bank of England has stolen more than a billion dollars worth of gold bullion now from Venezuela. And guess who owns the Bank of England? Who? The Rothschilds. The U.S. has also seized um, the Venezuela's oil and gas assets here in the U.S. Guess who's now in control of those? Who? The Rothschilds. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is how that works. They just constantly yes. do this stuff. Yep. Well, and is there no way we can stop this, Trish? That's the thing, Evelyn. Again, we have to we have to recognize our own power to do it. We have we have the power and the right to go out and arrest these people ourselves and prosecute them according to our own wishes. We have every right to do that, and we just have to find the courage. And I think we're getting there. I think we just have to, you know, remind people that, you know, we we have the right to self-determination. We get to decide what is good policy and what is bad policy. You know, the idea of other people deciding that for us, we've been so conditioned to believe that anyone else could possibly make decisions on your behalf as well as you could is a farce. And and. And breaking people free of their televisions is a is the biggest part of that, I think, and getting them to just stop oh, consuming the propaganda. And yeah, it's getting easier and easier for sure because, you know, as you were pointing out, we're able to show in real time what's going on now, whereas in the past we were stuck with these, you know, decades-long delays in getting the truth together. And by then, people were like, oh, well, that was, what, 20, 30 years ago. Nothing we can do about it now, right? But now we can show that not only did that occur 30, 40, 50 years ago, but it's still going on today, and we can show the very specific pattern that's being used. And I don't think think that these... people, the bankers, have ever been faced with this kind of a threat before. And now that we're able to do it, it's easier to convince the public of what they're actually seeing because they can see it with their own eyes in real time and you can explain what's happening. And um, I think it's working to get people out of their slumber you know, getting getting the level of activism we need is another um, matter altogether. But if we can just get individuals standing on street corners holding up signs saying Venezuela is about the oil and gold, 
look at the Rothschilds mm-hmm. kind of thing, that will, right. you know, people will start to recognize that it's, you know, a problem. And, and you only need right. to see the sign, you know, once or twice to have it stick in your mind so that when you begin to see the images again in other places, you recognize that that's the problem. You can, you can put the two together because that's what the deep state has done to us all along, Evelyn. These really subtle associations where they conflate ideas, just like they did with 9-11 and Saddam Hussein. They would always right. position those two images or notions together. Whether or not they were related didn't matter, but they would, they would put them together so constantly that we made the immediate association um, without even thinking about it. And that's what we have to do now going forward is show that this revolution in France and Ireland, the invasion of Venezuela, the invasion of Syria, the genocide in Yemen, the genocide in Palestine, the homelessness in the U.S., um, all of these problems go back to the bankers who are trying to control us. And, um, and doing, there are lots of ways we can do it too with, you know, hashtags, like putting hashtags together is very subtle, but it helps people start to associate ideas with one another. And that's what's been used against us. Those are, those are legitimate methods for teaching that we can use mm-hmm. to wake up the populace. And I think that's really where we are right now. And that, that's the, our only hope <laughs> for, you right. know. Is, right. is using well, think, these tools. I think that uh, we're breaking some of the, the big wig perverts with their court costs. You know, this, sure uh, this R. So. Kelly now, his bond is a million dollars. He's been in there since Friday. It's, last I checked, he couldn't come up with $100,000 to get out. A three-time oh, wow. Grammy winner. Yeah, he couldn't wow. come up with $100,000 to get out. And now we're looking at those, that uh, Nexium case, and that judge is, is saying... That, uh, you know, he's concerned they're not going to have enough money. And I guess the, the lawyers said, well, that they'll keep working even if they run out of money. Oh, how nice for them, because that's not what happens to the rest of us. We just get stuck having to no. accept a plea deal for a crime we didn't commit. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. or rec- we get a record. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that R. Kelly, his attorney comes out there and he says, all these girls are liars. Oh, right. Okay. Every one of them. Every, yeah, that's his, that's his defense. They're all liars. I mean, I listened to the press conferences, you know, to see what the, he was going to say. Yep, they're all liars. And there's one reporter that um, has been on this case, has been covering this case forever. And um, his name is Jim DeRogatis. But anyhow, he was at the press conference. And when the, um, when the, uh, the, the um, Kelly's lawyer called the girl a liar, he spoke up and, and attacked him for doing that calling that girl a liar. He said he's been following this case, he said, for almost 30 years and trying to expose it. So in the, in wow. he's the one that says that, uh, you know, it really bothers him and everything, but the same thing like I just said a couple minutes ago, then he stops and thinks of all the girls that have contacted him and what has been done to him. And he keeps yeah. going because it's nothing compared to what they went through with this. He said, what, yeah. he goes, what I've endured over 18 years is nothing compared to the stories I've heard from young women who had relationships with him that left them devastated, destroyed their families and their lives to the point of attempting suicide. And that's the, that's so, the culture of 
Hollywood. I mean, you look at Kevin Spacey, um, what's his name, Harvey Weinstein, the yep. guys from Nickelodeon. What is that guy's name? Um, Schneider? I can't remember. Schneider? Huh? Schneider? I'm not sure. No, he's, not. he's one of the, he did iCarly and all those. He's been accused by, you know, numerous children of having been um, systematically raped by them, by him. But, yeah. I mean, Roman Polanski, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, I mean, you just, you, you could just name one after another. That's the culture. Sure. And that's the culture that with, Hollywood with Roman Polanski, cultivates. You know, and, 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 and Mia Farrow's son, you know, comes out and did the great expose on Weinstein and other everything. Then comes out uh, this last month or the month before comes out a report of a girl speaking up that said uh, she was she was with uh, Woody Allen when she was underage and Mia Farrow took part in threesomes with her or in Woody oh, and, God. And the young underage girl yeah it's just, see it's everywhere yeah you know and ones that don't get reported like Cher uh, she was uh, twenty nine and raped a thirteen year old boy. I mean, this is all so horrible. And, and last month, too, the, um, it says prominent LGBT activist, Democratic donor and strong supporter of Barack Obama, Terry Bean, as his name, was indicted on two counts of sodomy and one count of sex abuse against a teenage boy. Uh, he's, been in the, he's been in the news for... He says he's a gay rights activist who donated almost 70000 of his own money to former President Barack Obama campaign in 2012. He was charged with sexual abuse in 2014, but the case was dismissed after the alleged victim did not testify. Oh, man. That this guy would take underage underage um, boys and get them high on um, methamphetamine and, and other drugs and then rape them. Well, there was that uh, politician in California that has now had a second um, male prostitute die on him from methamphetamine is that that's not the same guy is it or this you know this is a politician in adam Schiff's death huh i I said this might be the guy because i think that he did have somebody uh, a child who died um let's see here um i don't know but anyhow a mother had said that uh that that uh being groomed her son with alcohol and viagra in order to get being young kids, she said her son went from a happy young man to someone who was not himself after meeting Bean. But this stuff's been going on for years, too, and it just keeps going right on. And it says the Washington Times reported that Terry Bean raised more than a half a million dollars to help reelect Obama in 2012. He flew on Air Force One and visited the White House on at least six occasions. So this is the pervert mm. that they hang out with. And if you're hanging out with these perverts, you're involved with them. Right. Well, also, I mean, you don't have the good judgment to avoid, you know, would you would you hang out with someone who you knew was a child rapist? Evelyn, like, no. like, seriously. No, they're committing the worst crimes on Earth. Yeah. And they're yeah. best buddies with them. It's just like defies logic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this reporter said he has the names of four dozen women who allege that they're victims of Kelly. 
and he believes the investigation of the singer should be much broader in scope. He has reported that federal authorities in New York are investigating Kelly. He said the travesty is that it's taken almost 30 years. And this going on right in front of everybody's eyes. And, and that just horrified me when I heard that, that when he was on trial in 2018 for trial pornography, that uh, he gets an underage girl to come to his house then. How brave are these monsters? Yeah. Yeah. No, they know. That's why we we really, I think it's really, really important for people to understand. And, you know, one of the things I think that one of the hurdles clearly right now is among um, Trump supporters who viewed his early moves as ones that were legitimate um, in terms of combating human trafficking. But, you know, there's nothing substantive has come from any of it. And now Trump has been named in court documents by one of the defendants as having been involved in silencing them. Um, you know, they few it seems many of his supporters are unable to sort of recognize that it's the system. It doesn't matter who's president or who's trying to make changes. The system will not allow it. And um, you can probably, you know, you can get some victories, but you will never, ever succeed in prosecuting these people. So um, helping people to understand that we have to, we have to circumvent the systems that are in place is, is really, I think, the number one challenge that we're facing Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, what that, that the summit that they just had at the Vatican, I guess that was a total failure. According to Church Militant, they didn't address anything that they should have. You know, it was just a big ploy. Yeah, went on for three not. days. Yeah. Yeah. But this, well, and that's uh, what this... Kevin has told. Pardon? Kevin Annette has said that that's what ends up happening with these, yeah. you know, yeah. These events, anyway, it's just a way to make it appear that something's being done when, in fact, what they're doing is not only not doing anything, they're trying to identify people to harass and bully into being silent. Right. Well, this Argentina whistleblower that Natasha Jayet, you know, that she accused uh, Pope's friend of, uh, well, it says she, Natasha Jayet had been working on outing what she claimed to be a pedophile sex ring among celebrities and elites. Two weeks before she was scheduled to give court testimony against against Gustavo Vera, whom she accused of sex trafficking and who was close associate of Pope Francis, she was found dead. Naked yeah. body found on the bed of a room in a hotel. Nothing suspicious at all about that. Oh, right. No, her brother and the jury <laughs> say that she never would have used she that she was murdered. That uh yeah. There's and, and she had uh, she had left a tweet uh, almost a year ago, last April, and she had put, "I am not going to kill myself. I'm not going to overdose or drown in a bathtub. I'm not going to shoot myself. So if any of this happens, it wasn't me. Save this tweet." Yeah. Well, <laughs> year later, here she is dead. Yeah. I mean, this is getting so old too. How they just do this now? Anybody that tries to take down this global pedophile network, they just kill them. And now it's right out in the open. And it's just like, yeah. oh well. Yeah. I mean, it ain't gonna be long before people will not come forward. 
because they know this is going to happen. And it'll happen right out in front of us, and nothing gets done about it. Yeah. Well, though, I yeah, I mean, I hope that doesn't happen, and 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 I do hope that because we've built a network now that can support people as they come forward as whistleblowers, that it has yeah. <clears throat> it will continue to encourage more of that because the more of it we have, the harder it is to hide the pattern, which will make it easier for us to ultimately prove the crimes. So, you know, and I and I think a lot of people think of all the people who tried to blow the whistle 20, 30 years ago and nobody heard them. Everybody told them they were crazy. They were isolated and lost their families and jobs. And while that still right. happens now, you there are people you can reach out to, uh, you know, through social media and stuff. So I, I I'm hopeful that that will that will um overcompensate for the fear factor and and continue to build on the number of whistleblowers who seem to be coming forward. It feels to me like the number is getting bigger, not smaller. Uh, oh, yeah, it but, is. It is. Well, according to Church Militant, they didn't address the homosexual uh, pedophile network in the, in the Vatican at all at the summit. Oh, and that's what they wanted discussed. You know, people say, well, it, that homosexuality doesn't play into this. Yes, it does. Because when they did a big survey, four out of five children that are abused are boys, adolescent boys. You know, so in the Catholic Church. Well, well, Trish, that's it, I guess. Well, we covered a lot of stuff this week. Hope we're making some real headway here, huh, Trish? Yeah. It feels that way. Good. Okay, we'll see you next week, people. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.